Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> Alright, inshallah, bi today we continue with Surat al Surat Al-Ghashiyah. Fiha sururun marfu'ah wa akwabun mawdu'ah wa namariqu masfufah wa zarabiyu mabthuthah afala yanzuruna ila al-ibli kayfa khuliqat wa ila al-samai kayfa rufi'at wa ila al-jibali kayfa nusibat Alright, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he continues the luxuries of the people of of the Jannah. He says, Fiha Sururun Marfu'a. Fiha Sururun Marfu'a. Asurur Surur is the plural of Sarir. Is a play is a, is, is a Sarir. In colloquial Arabic, and in today's Arabic, a Sarir is the place that you sleep. Yes, it's like your bed. This is not the correct meaning of Sarir. As Surah are the places where you sit. Where you sit. And you not the not recliners, because these are these are al muttaka. But the ones where you sit. This is what a Sarir is called. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fiha Sururun Marfu'a. Marfu'a means elevated as well, subhanAllah. So the houses that they are in are elevated. The Jannah that they are in is elevated. Even where they're sitting down is is elevated as well. Hatta even some of the Mufassirun said that when they want to come and sit down, the couch comes down to their level and they sit down. They come and sit down on the couch whenever they want. Yes? Yeah, sururun marfu'a, elevated. And like we said, similar to Jannah janna Aliyah. So the Jannah is Aliyah and the Surur are Aliyah. And we said the reason why it is yani Aliyah is so that they can, they can admire and they can look at the ni'am which Allah, the beauties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed them with. فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة. أنت يسيرين دام ما شاء الله إنك كاتش الجنة. And in front of you are أكواب. Yes, أكواب is the plural of cups. Yes, كوب. كوب. The Arabs used to differentiate between الكوب and الإبريق. Yes, they said الكوب is something which doesn't have a neck. It doesn't have a خرطوم. Doesn't have a neck. And it doesn't need to be tied up. They said, this is Al-Qub. It's an open vessel. An open vessel. Whereas an Ibriq. Ibriq is something which has a neck and you need to tie it up. Yes? So Al-Aqwab. Wa-Aqwabun Mawdu'a. Yes? Now these Aqwab, how are they? They're lined up one by one next to each other. What do they have in them? They have from whatever is in the rivers of Jannah. Whatever you want is in, inside this cup. Aqwab mawdu'a, you choose whichever one you want. Yes, they're lined up, mawdu'a, one by one by one by one. This is how the aqwab are in al-jannah. So you don't even need to, subhanAllah, make the effort. Whichever one you want, it is already full for you. Wa aqwabun mawdu'a, wa namariqu masfufa. An-namariq is the plural of numruqa. Is the plural of numruqa. And al-numruqa in the Arabic language is... Is a cushion, essentially a cushion that you use to lean on. 
you know, when you're sitting on the couch and there's, you know, you've got a bit of cushions around you. This is, in the Arabic language, it's called numruqa, The numruqa of, of the people of paradise. On their surur. وَنَمَارِقُ masfufa. That these namariq, they said the mufassirun, in these exact words they said, and namariq masfufa. They are also stacked nicely just before you, you sit. So you have the pleasure of looking at them all nice and tidy before you sit on them. And subhanAllah, you look at these couches in Jannah, they've already been lined up with your cushions that you want to sit on. Yes, namariq masfufa. Already lined up for you. Already lined up for you. Hatta they even said you don't even need to tie yourself to put them back again, subhanAllah. So when, they, when you sit on them, you don't need to bother which is the arrangement that you want to put these namariq. They're already arranged for you. وَزَرَابِيُّ مَبْثُوثًا Yeah, these are zarabi. Zarabi are carpets, subhanAllah. Yeah, the carpets of Jannah. Mabthutha means that they have been spread out. They have been spread out. They said this is specific for the place of sitting where they sit on top of the surur. And then, subhanAllah, the numariq, zarabi are all, all spread around them, subhanAllah. Or whatever the colors of Jannah and Ilah And the principle of, yani, when we're talking about these luxuries, the principle is, So when we say numariq and we say, uh, we say Namariq and Akwab and Surur and Zarabi. None of these. Wallahi, just the names and Allah The nafs doesn't know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden for them. Right, this Afala is what? Afala There's a question, صح? We said that last week, Hal Atak, I think the week before that, we said Hal Atak, Hadith al we said, hal, it can cover two types of question. At-tashwiq, yes? At-tashwiq, means to draw your attention, yes? To make you want to listen to what's coming. And we said the other one was, lit-ta'zim. What's at-ta'zim? To show the importance of this thing, you ask a question. And this question here that's here now is lit-tawbiq. Lit-tawbiq. Tashwiq, ta'zim, and now, tawbiq. Tawbiq is to rebuke someone. Or to criticize someone. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rebuking after he mentioned the jaza, after he mentioned al-ghashiyah, and he mentioned the jaza, what each person is getting, and how the mushrikeen are still disbelieving in this, he tells them, He now points them to the ayat in this dunya. The ayat in this dunya that should be focusing on, which establishes the ghashiyah and that it's coming, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge of it. That makes you want to believe in Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala and yawm al-akhir. For you look at these ayat and you, you remember the azam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ And this nazar, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks someone to look at something, you can be two kinds of looking. Physical looking, yes? To look physically. And the other one is what? To ponder upon it. But this one is, is both of them. It's both of them. It covers both of them. The pondering and the looking. But you can go look at the ibil and you can see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it. You can see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the ibil. أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلَقُ Will they not look at the ibil, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it? What's the ibil? You know the ibil? The camel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ How the ibil was created. And now he's addressing the Arab here. Because the ibil... The ibil was the most valuable commodity to them. The ibil was the most valuable commodity to them. Then, subhanAllah, the Arab have always had, the, especially the ones in the desert, they've always had an attachment to the camel. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them, look at, look at the, the creation of the camel. He says, look at the, the creation of the camel. Because this is the most, subhanAllah, the most you know, thing that which was available to them, to them at the time. To them at the time. So they can easily go look at their camels and see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them. He says, كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ How it was created. How did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create this camel? If you were to look at this camel. He said, it's a large body. If you look at the camel, when it's full, it's a very big animal, subhanAllah. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it. And subhanAllah, you can put things on it, and put things on it, and put things on it, and it will carry them. Not a problem. Yani, it, it will take you to places where you could not have reached it without them. Except with yani, absolute yani, exhaustion and tiredness. If you were to carry what the camel carries, subhanAllah, you would not be able to do it. And even Ibn Uthaymin said in his tafsir, I never knew this about camels. He said, the camel, you can load the camel while it's sitting down, and then it can stand up with the load. He said, every other animal, you have to load it up while it's standing up, subhanAllah. Because it cannot stand up and carry the weight of the thing while it's standing up. He said, well, the camel is different. You load it up while it's sitting down, and then it stands up, subhanAllah. And now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it. Every facet of its creation, subhanAllah, which is, subhanAllah, returns to the manafi of the insan. And you look at its eyes and how they're thick and how they can prevent the, the, the dust of the sand and how its feet, its, its hooves are spread out so that it doesn't sink in the sand when it's walking, subhanAllah. And how, it's, how it can eat, how its mouth is very rough and tough and it can consume, subhanAllah, subhanAllah the, the, most, yani, the, the most thorniest and roughest of plants. And yani, the most distinguishing feature is the hump on its back, subhanAllah, where it stores fat and it can store water, great amounts of water, subhanAllah. Imagine you go drink once, you drink and you drink and you drink, and then this water is stored in your body, and then it, subhanAllah, two weeks without water, subhanAllah. This is the camel which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. And subhanAllah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yasin, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَنَافِعُ وَمَشَارِبُ أَفَلَا تَشْكُرُونَ وَلَكُمْ مَنَافِعُ You have benefits in this camel. It carries your loads, and it provides you with fur, and it provides you with meat. Yes? All of these things you benefit from the camel. وَمَشَارِبْ Masharib is not just drinking its milk. The Prophet said when the Uraniyun, the Uraniyun were a tribe which came, and they, they had a fever, and they came to Al-Madina. And the Prophet allowed them to, to drink from the milk of, the, of Baytul Mal, the camels of Baytul Mal. He allowed them to drink from its milk as a form of يعني, curing. من ألبانها وأوبالها and not just its, its milk it, from its urine as well but its urine is also a source of, of medication and a lot of people find this very hard to believe they say this is absolutely disgusting and this is where we say we believe in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. everything that he tells us صادق المصدوق صلى الله عليه وسلم this is where you have to believe it and subhanAllah you see now in the chemical labs they take what do they extract certain urea or uric acid where, is it, where does it come from subhanAllah it comes from the, the, the urine of the animal, subhanAllah. They just synthesize it and make it a little bit more, subhanAllah, smell nice and add a bit of thing. That's the essential ingredient is what? Is the uric acid, subhanAllah. There's benefit in its manafi' and masharib. But the Uraniyun, you know the story of the Uraniyun. They, they stole the camels and they, they left. And the Prophet ﷺ sent out an army after them. And he ordered them to be killed and their eyes to be gouged, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because of what they did to the ibl. What they did to the Ibl of Bayt al-Mal. And this was a big lesson, subhanAllah. It sent out a strong message. And as, the, as Shaykh ibn Uthaymin, he also said, he didn't mention any of the animals which the humans interact with. For, for example, horses and cows and sheep. He said, all of these, 
the camel, all the manafi' of these animals, the camel joins all of them. Yani the horse you can only ride, صح? The cow, you can't ride the cow, صح? But you can get its milk. صح? The sheep, you can benefit from its wool. But you can't ride the sheep. صح? But he said the camel, it combines all of these. Yes? For the camel, you can eat its meat and you can ride it and you can, and, and you can uh, drink its milk and you can... All the manafi' are combined in the camel. أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِغَتْ وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ So this is an extension. أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ And then, وَيَنظُرُونَ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ Will they also not look how the sama has been raised? وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ And the sama by itself, before we look at رُفِعَتْ, you look at the sama with its stars and with the sun and with the moon. And with the Layl and with the Nahar, yes? This is before we even look at Rufi'at. All of these are contained in, this, in the sky. These ayat alone. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only says, أَفَلَا يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ How it has been raised. How it has been raised. Despite all of these ayat of the sky, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is only telling you to focus on one aspect. What is it? كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has has raised it. And yani, when we're speaking about traditional yani, roofs, when we talk about the, the sky as being a roof, any roof that we build in this dunya requires what? It requires pillars. It requires the pillars to hold it up. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds this great, azim creation of His without any pillars. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, He has raised the sama without... Pillars, tarawna, you see it. You look outside, can you see any pillars which are holding up the sky? There's no pillars which are holding up the sky. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that is holding up. And al-jibal. Subhanallah, if you go to Mecca, not, not the Mecca of today, if you know the, of Mecca before, Mecca is what? It used to be mountains. رَبِّ إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ بِوَادٍ is a wad. Ibrahim alayhi salam, I have put my family in a wad, in a valley, zara. What does wad mean? A valley, sah? What does a valley imply? That there's mountains. Yes, if you look at the topology of Mecca before, before the Saudis came along, the Saud, this Saud, this generation of Saud and this generation of Saud. Subhanallah, it was mountains, rock mountains. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِلَى الْجِبَالِ كَيْفَ نُصِبَتْ How it has been, نُصِبَتْ How it has been fixed and how it is firm. How it is firm. Remember, Hal-Ataka is a Makki surah. It's a surah which was revealed in Mecca. But even if you go to Medina, even if you go to Medina, you'll see the same mountain. You see Mount Uhud. Mount Uhud that is spanning the north of Al-Medina. The huge mountain of Mount Uhud. وَإِلَى الْجِبَالِ كَيْفَ And then Sheikh ibn Uthaymin, subhanAllah, he gave, subhanAllah, he gave a lesson on geology, subhanAllah. He said it's made up of varying rocks, large amounts, aligned next to each other. As you dig, you may find different layers of rocks, some which have minerals and gems in them. And these, you know, if you know, if you've learned geology and you look at the, the rock, subhanAllah, how when they cut through it, and you see this line of rock and this line of rock and this line of element and this, subhanAllah, how they're all stacked up on top of each other, subhanAllah. He said, essentially, this is what a mountain is, subhanAllah. It is just essentially rocks, rocks which are together. And rubbama, the pressure of them, there's minerals and gems which you can find in the mountains. And he also said, subhanAllah, kayfa nusibat, how it has been established. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the mountains, High up, so that they anchor the earth. So that they anchor the earth. He said, subhanAllah, imagine that the earth, the earth is essentially in, surrounded by oceans. Surrounded by oceans. Imagine if the mountains were there, not there to balance them. 
what would happen? He said the earth would shake around and move all around. And he even said it would yanqalib. It would overturn from each other. Overturn it uh, it's, uh, over itself. Because the mountains are not there. Are not there to balance it. Are not there to balance it. But it has a balancing effect on the dunya, on the whole earth. And he also mentioned, rahimahullah, he said, subhanallah, that subhanallah, that he, they are so deeply entrenched in the mountains. Yani they're so deep in the, in the ground. A violent storm, yani the most violent storm on this earth that it was to come. And the mountain remains, remains unmoved. It remains un, unmoved. Nothing happens to the mountain, subhanallah. It remains unmoved. And even some of the Fasirun said that yani the proportion of the mountain high up is the proportion that it goes down as well. So however high the mountain up is, it goes up, then its roots are, are down even as, as, far as, as, as far as it goes up, subhanallah. And all of this, subhanAllah, the geology is just recently discovering all of this, subhanAllah. But until you look, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed, addressed the, the, the Muslimin of the Afala wal Jibali, how they have been fixed. You know, they're unmovable. They're unmovable, unshakable. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And then will they not look at the Ard, how it has been? Sutihat. What does Sutihat mean? Flattened, yes? It has been made flat. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the earth flat so that we can use it for our manafir. Imagine if the earth wasn't flat. Imagine if the earth was all mountains, slopes and inclines. Can you build a house on an incline? It's very, very hard for you, subhanAllah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made areas of the earth flat. And subhanAllah, you need to look at yani, the, the, the ayah and the ibra in this is that the, the ground, the, the, yani, the surface area of the ground is huge. Is huge, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all made flat. Which all made flat, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani as, as you said, as Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin said, yani you use it for agriculture and holding it. All of these are manafi' of the earth. And some of the Mufassirun use this ayah to say that the earth is, is flat. The earth is flat and it is not round. How do you respond to this? Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin used an ayah, he said, يُكَوِّرُ اللَّيْلَ عَلَى النَّهَارِ وَيُكَوِّرُ النَّهَارَ عَلَى اللَّيْلِ Yes? He said, this one goes to show that the earth is round. He said, what is his istinbat? He says, what's a taqweer? He said, yukawwiru layl. When the layl comes, it wraps itself around the nahar and it makes it disappear. And when the nahar comes, what does it do? It wraps itself around the layl until the layl disappears. Yukawwiru layl ala nahar wa yukawwiru nahar ala layl. He said, a taqweer. What do you say taqweer was? Ida shamsu kuwirat. He said, this is when you wrap the turban, yes? He said, you can't wrap something around something which is not round. Yes? The, earth, the layl and the nahar are to do with the earth. You cannot wrap something around something which is not round. But this goes to show that the taqweer is what? Is around something round, that the earth is round. But this is a very big istimbat, subhanAllah. And then he gave the, the, the question, he said, if it is round, if the earth is round, then how does the ocean water not fall off, subhanAllah? And if something round and there's water, how does the ocean water not fall off? We want, uh, we want dalil from the Quran. Which uh, we mentioned it before. Rafa'a samawati bighayri amad. Tarawnaha. That he elevated the skies. Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevated the skies without pillars. You think yani, holding the oceans is, is a problem for him? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These vast oceans. These massive oceans. These massive oceans. Subhanallah, they are contained in their place and they don't fall. The water doesn't fall off on the side, subhanallah. 
is the qudra of Allah. And science may tell you gravity and ila akhiriya, they may put yani, theories around it and ex- try to explain it and, and, and. But yani, what are they doing? They are just discovering the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are discovering the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not the rabb of gravity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not the rabb of, 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 of the oceans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not the rabb of the sama. He's the one that created them. All of these are show the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That when you think and you ponder over these things, it returns you back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You say, yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-khaliq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-bari. Yastahiqqu al-ibadah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who deserves to be worshipped. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alaik. Wa jazakumullahu khayran.